There's a spiritual war that's going on for our communities. It's a war between the kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness. And God wants to equip us to be His occupying force in our communities. Join in today to learn more. We're going to jump into the bigger picture of our battle and mm-hmm. also talk about discipling nations in yes. this segment. And I want you to get grab your Bibles and we're going to read Mark 16 verses 14 through 18 together. So go ahead and get them and we're going to look at the Great Commission here. Later he appeared to the eleven as they sat at the table, and he rebuked their unbelief and hardness of heart, because they did not believe those who had seen him after he had risen. And he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name they will cast out demons, they will speak with new tongues, they will take up serpents, and if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. So this is quite a charge that Jesus gave to them. Yeah, and he starts at the place, and that is, we said, usually if Jesus rebuked the disciples, he rebuked them for their unbelief. So we see once again, even before he goes into these instructions, that he says he reproved them for their unbelief and their hardness of heart. And so once again, we just want to remind each other, we see any unbelief in us, Mm -hmm. any place where our heart's beginning to get hard, Mm -hmm. let's be willing to talk to each other and deal with it. So I I love the part where he talks about, um, in my name, they will cast out demons in verse 17. It says, and these signs will follow those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. And I want to talk about the little phrase, in my name, real quick. (laughs) Uh, we, We tend to use that phrase, in my name, as like a magic phrase, kind of like, right. please, thank you, and you're welcome, right? Yes. Like we're, we're taught when we're children, and we go, you know, if I just pray in Jesus' name, everything's going to be okay. Right. right. We, we also see this like with the armor of God, where people are like, I forgot to put my armor on this morning. And, and what happens is we take things like this, and they actually become a superstition in our prayer life rather than a reality. Yes. So let's talk about the punctuation. I, I'm using the New King James Bible, and in mine... It has a colon, I think it's a colon, might be a semicolon, um, after the word believe. So it says, it, and these signs will follow those who believe, colon. In my name they will cast out demons. But how about this? Take that punctuation out of there, and and these signs will follow those who believe in my name. Hmm. Good. Hey, okay, so, Good. you know, it, it's been established that we are in him. Yes. In Him we live and move and have our being. We are yes. already in Him. We are the bride of Christ. We are the bride of the King of Kings. We are already in His name. Just like I'm in Richard's name, Wilson, we are in His name already. It's yes. part of our identity. It is our identity. It is our it's identity. who we are. So in this scripture, it's not magically I go out and I lay hands on the sick and, and I say in Jesus' name and then magically it happens. Because yeah. come Good. on. How many of those were unanswered prayers? Right. 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 Where we've gone out and we've said, you know, I, I prayed for that one and they should have recovered because I prayed in Jesus' name and nothing happened. Right. But I, I suspect we haven't walked in our authority of being our positional authority right. of being in his name when we go out and pray and hearing the Father say, this is what I want you to pray over this one. It's kind of like that passage of scripture, Jesus, I know, Paul, I know. 
and they were trying to pull something off, right? Like superstitious rabbit's foot, right? In Jesus's name, and the enemy's like, I, I don't know you. I have no clue who you are because that they didn't understand the authority that they that was given to them. Therefore, they didn't have it. They had not entered into that identity, right? To the end of that into that place, then where that power of His name could be released, right? Right. So you know, Jesus tells us here we're we're to do things for the kingdom. This is not a passive walk that we have. We're called to signs, wonders, and miracles, not a lifeless walk with God. Right. Okay, we yeah. should see things happening when we pray. Absolutely. Okay, so he said, go, preach, believe in my name, cast out demons, speak with new tongues, take up serpents, drink anything deadly, and heal the sick. He gave them a clear mandate of what they were to do. And so we had talked about then the violence that comes against the kingdom of God. Mm. And he's commissioning them in each of those places. Right. That which the enemy's up to, mm -hmm. then that's a place of violence. Mm -hmm. And then therefore now I want you to go to that place. I want you to advance to that place. So we talked about sickness and disease mm -hmm. and how that was literally uh, a violence against the kingdom of God. Right. And he's once again then given instructions, no, this this is what I want you to do right. with what I've given you. Right. Yeah. Right. So uh, again, you're seeing an enlargement of your garden. So your garden, you're in a place, but you're watching. And then as your if any of these things are taking place around you, so if if someone in your family then is sick, what are you supposed to do? Well, if you're going to cultivate it, then you understand your identity. You understand then that what we, which we've been talking about, the very substance of faith, mm -hmm. the substance of, of, of healing. Then you lay hands on them and it says they'll recover. Mm -hmm. So that's taking care of your garden. And then to cause it to expand, then anytime you see a sick person, and we'll talk a little bit more about then what opens the door for you to step into those places. But then you lay hands on the sick and watch, watch them recover. Mm -hmm. So we're expanding this picture to, to a, a bigger picture than just has to do with even, say, self-government, our family, our business, our church. Now we're talking about even going out from that place. Mm -hmm. Now let's look at the other place that we call uh, the commission. So Jesus leaves them at, at the end of his life when he's ascending into heaven. And there's another very familiar uh, commission that we see. And this is in Matthew chapter 28. And uh, I'm going to start in verse 16 and we'll read it together. But the eleven disciples proceeded to Galilee to the mountain which Jesus had designated. And when they saw him, they worshiped him, but some were doubtful. And Jesus came up and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. In heaven and now on earth. So he's reemphasizing, he's saying, Remember I said, go out and proclaim and preach. The kingdom of God is now at hand. Mm -hmm. So he's reemphasizing it. So all authority for you now to begin to release the kingdom on earth as it is in heaven, it's mine, I give it to you. Mm -hmm. Now he says to them, go therefore, make disciples, many times we stop there, but he says make disciples of nations. Mm -hmm. He throws this now into a whole different strategy. In our own nation, 
we would say maybe not as much now as say probably in the last 20 years, but we would say in many ways that we were a, 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 a Christian nation mm -hmm. because a multitude of people said that they believed in Jesus, mm -hmm. but it didn't change our culture. Right. We pulled out of those things. Mm -hmm. So then our, our definition of how we cultivate what God's given us, and even if we use the language of making disciples, mm -hmm. is that we're not just training people to be what we would call good in their own behavior, so to speak, mm -hmm. but we're training people so that they would recognize that Jesus shed his blood for nations. Yes, yes he loves individual people. Mm -hmm. Okay, hear it. Yes, he loves individual people, but he loves the whole earth. He shed his blood for the whole earth. Right. And he shed his blood literally for nations. Mm -hmm. Not just this nation, but for nations. Mm -hmm. All right, so we're going to talk about that some. But then he goes on with instructions. I want you to baptize them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I've commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even in to the end of the age. So he sealed something with them. Mm -hmm. He's like, we're in covenant together. We're in relationship together. Don't ever forget it. So again, we're, we're broadening our strategy so that we'd be effective, victorious prayer warriors. Mm -hmm. So then in that, we recognize now that part of that, our spheres, is God's going to open it up from the place of a garden to the place of being connected with those that will then affect nations. And we want then to see effects in our individual lives, mm -hmm. effects of our prayers in our family, effects in our prayers in our business, mm -hmm. effects of our prayers in local churches, mm -hmm. effects of our prayers if it has to do in, in a city we're in, mm -hmm. but literally to the point that we'll see the effects of prayers that have to do with nations. Yes. So we got to see that as part of, of what he's talking about. Mm -hmm. And then don't forget, obedience to scriptures is a core commitment. Mm -hmm. So because that's what he said, I don't want you to go astray teach your own thing. Mm -hmm. I want you to take what I've taught you, what you've seen me do, what you've seen those things that I've activated in you. Mm -hmm. Now he tells them, you got the promise of the Holy Spirit coming, who's the spirit of truth, mm -hmm. and he's going to continue to open up to you those things that, that I teach. Mm -hmm. So he lays those things out. Mm -hmm. um, another thing in this that's important to us in terms of a plan or a strategy is we need to understand that, that we have dual citizenship. Yeah. Our first place of citizenship is we're citizens of the kingdom. Yeah. That, that's our birthplace. What, what's my eternal address? I have an eternal address in heaven, mm -hmm. but it's not separate from here. Mm -hmm. That's the part we don't want to lose. Right. But so I'm, I'm, I'm a citizen of the kingdom of heaven, mm -hmm. but I'm also a citizen of the garden I'm put in. Yeah. I'm also a citizen of the place I am. Mm -hmm. And Paul never let go of that. Mm -hmm. When he was mistreated, he reminded them because they were mistreating him, whether they understood it or not, he was functioning out of his citizenship in the kingdom. Mm -hmm. But he would come back and say, well, wait a minute, I, I'm a Roman citizen. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't be treating me this way. Right. I, I have rights. Now hear me, I have rights that come from the authority of the king 
even in the sphere of where I am in terms of a citizen. Mm-hmm. So I have dual citizenship. Uh, we're, we're citizens of the state of Florida. Right. But we're also citizens of the United States of America. Right. And some people, I mean, they, they have dual citizenship. And we'll get into this more, but there, we can open the door. People can open the door for us. We can open the door for them in this that has to do with dual citizenship. What do I mean by that? People can, that are from Israel. Mm-hmm. and there are citizens in Israel, mm-hmm. we can develop relationships with them, mm-hmm. and they can say to us, mm-hmm. almost like I'm adopting you mm-hmm. as, an, as an Israeli citizen. Mm-hmm. So now I'm releasing authority to you to function as a citizen in, in my nation. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I know that doesn't work in the natural, but we're talking about in the spirit. Right. And we're looking then to how does that work in us affecting nations with our prayers? Well, and the nations belong to the Lord. Yes. So we're going to look at Psalm 2, verses 6 through 8, you know, and, and this is bringing Christ's kingdom to his inherited nations. Listen to this. But as for me, I have installed my king upon Zion, my holy mountain. I will surely tell of the decree of the Lord. He said to me, you are my son. Today I have begotten you. Ask of me and I will surely give you the nations as your inheritance and the very ends of the earth as your possession. So it's painting a picture. Mm -hmm. Jesus shed his blood for the nations. Therefore, the nations are his as inheritance. Mm -hmm. Then we as his sons, it becomes part of our inheritance. Right. Another place we see that is in Psalm 22, verses 27 to 28. says, All the ends of the earth will remember and turn to the Lord, and all the families of the nations will worship before you, for the kingdom is the Lord's, and he rules over the nations. Mm -hmm. You see in big picture here, Mm -hmm. see way beyond your your own border, but that the border that God's given you is important way beyond what what you see. Yeah. Now we'll look at the nations in eternity and training now for future work. Uh, this is in Revelation 22, 1 to 3. Then he showed me a river of the water of life, clear as crystal, coming from the throne of God and of the Lamb, in the middle of its street. On either side of the river was the tree of life, bearing 12 kinds of fruit, yielding its fruit every month, and the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. There will no longer be any curse, and the throne of God and the Lamb will be in it, and his bondservant will serve him. So once again, grab hold of this. I mean, I I didn't know this years back. But in other words, even in the place of eternity, mm-hmm. there's going to be nations. Mm-hmm. God loves nations. Mm-hmm. Nations have destiny. Just like you as an individual, you have a destiny. Mm-hmm. And your destiny is not just about you. It's always connected with other people's destinies. Right. We can almost say that God has a, a big story. God has a plan. God has a destiny. We each have our part in God's big destiny, but it's tied then to, to a, a great, uh, a great destiny that then even has to do with nations. Mm-hmm. Now recognize God sorts all those things out mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, we call them goat nations or sheep nations. Mm-hmm. But what we're really looking for is 
Where are the nations that God's moving right now Mm -hmm. that he has a great love for that then we can take our portion and we can be a part of watching the kingdom established in those nations. I think one of the things we've come so clear to is the destiny of our own nation, the United States, Mm -hmm. that this nation has a destiny that has God's fingerprints all over it. Mm-hmm. So it changes everything then about how, how we pray for this nation. Yeah. We're not praying for this nation as a nation. It, I don't care what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Once again, divided. Once again, a mess. Once again, lawless. Once again, perverted. No, but what does God say about this nation? Mm-hmm. And then we're looking to align with what he says and that'll be our place of intercession. Right. One more verse here. This is in Psalm 82. It's 1 through 8. I'm just going to read verse 8. It says, Arise, O God, judge the earth, for it is you who possesses all the nations. Mm-hmm. So in a good way, not in a bad way, Arise, O God. Mm-hmm. I remind you of your destiny for the nation of the United States of America. And I say, oh God, now arise in this hour and judge it properly. Judge it according to your heartbeat, Mm -hmm. not according to what we see as wrong. For your judgments are always just and they're always righteous and they're always filled with mercy. So arise, oh God, because you are the one that created the nations, and you are the one that possesses the nations. So we invite you to come do that. Yes. So with this section, we just broaden that plan that God has. Mm. God has a really big plan. Mm. You're part of it. Mm-hmm. You need to know what that plan is. You need to have a, a, an opening of your eyes to see then a strategy that will then cause you to be on target with your prayers and be effective in expanding his kingdom. Yes. So thank you for joining us today. And we want to thank our partners of Watchmen Arise International who have made this podcast possible. If you'd like to give into further episodes of Occupying Force, you can go to our website at www.watchmenarise.com to give. Thanks for joining us.